that whole concept of a, of a me-centric approach to business is what actually causes businesses to fail. And it'll cause them to fail much more quickly than you would expect. If you don't understand what your customer needs or you don't bother listening to your customer, then you're assuming that you are, it's almost like a paternalistic way of doing business. You're assuming that you know best uh, for your customer and you're just going to jump in there and do whatever you think that they need. And most of the time, that isn't what they need. Welcome to the Talking Silkworm Podcast, the go-to show for coaches and entrepreneurs seeking to build and grow their audiences by using the power of their voice. We provide valuable insights, advice, and resources to help you create a strong online presence and connect with your ideal audience. Whether you have a podcast, video channel, course, or any other type of content that involves your voice, with new episodes every week, you'll always have access to the latest strategies for taking your voice-based content to the next level. Are you ready to take action and start building your audience? Tune in and let us help you unleash the power of your voice. Small business owners, coaches, or entrepreneurs in all fields, including the health and wellness field, often get stuck when starting or running a business. It involves so much pressure and uncertainty that many times we get paralyzed. We don't know where to go, or we just don't know what's getting in our way. This also affects our plans and efforts to create content online and build an audience. Today, Trudy Ranking helps us with these problems. Trudy provides entrepreneurs with training to start and grow their online businesses, and she also helps people start or transition to online businesses. Trudy will tell us about common reasons business owners feel stuck or overwhelmed and what you can do to tackle and overcome those issues. She'll also tell us about the mindset shifts needed to create content that resonates with your audience and that will help you establish a relationship and build a community around your message. Here goes our interview with Trudy Rankin. Okay, so we have... Trudy today, uh, Trudy Rankin is going to help us understand how small business owners as coaches or entrepreneurs in the health and wellness field and in other areas as well can get unstuck because like having a business or running a business involves so many things, involves so much pressure and so much uncertainty. And like many times we get paralyzed, we don't know where to go or we just don't know we are getting in our in our way okay we are, we are putting the stick in the wheel and and trudy takes care of that okay trudy welcome to the show oh thank you david i'm really happy to be here okay uh trudy can you give us a general panorama of what you do with small business owners yeah so we we do a couple of different things one thing we do is we help people find an idea to start a business and then get started with that business but the other thing that we do is to help people take that business that's just begun and start to really grow it in a way that's sustainable and is going to increase their chances of still being around 10 years from now instead of being one of those statistics where, you know, you didn't make it through the first year. Okay, that's great. There is a situation with uh, people who are just getting started with business because it's like starting a business is not about the business as much as it is about the mindset. And sometimes like changing your mindset is what gets in the way of, of having or running a successful business. And usually 
that means mindset leads us to getting stuck in the way, uh, no matter what stage we're in. So what do you think truly are the main reasons or the most common reasons people get stuck in these processes of starting or running businesses or particularly online businesses? I think it's the, the reasons are very, very similar, uh, which wherever you are in the journey of, of starting and growing a business. Certainly, we work a lot with people who are over the age of 40 who are coming to us and going, I really want to take back control of my own employment situation. So I'd really like to start my own online business or I want to grow my online business. And a lot of times the things that have them stuck are, are the fact that they don't really have a clear idea of who they want to help. And if you don't have a clear picture of who you want to help, then, then you just you're just making the whole thing fuzzy for everyone, including yourself. It makes it very difficult to be clear in your marketing messages. It makes it really difficult for people to recognize themselves when you talk about the problem that you want to help solve. And uh, that's, so that's one of the main reasons. There's, there's a few others. The second one that we encounter a lot is that people want to try and help everyone. So they have a specific skill set that they're thinking of and a specific, specific type of of assistance that they want to provide, but they then want to apply that to everybody. It's like that old adage of if you've got a hammer, everything looks like a nail. And if you're trying to help everybody, you know, that common saying, you're actually helping nobody. So that's, an, that's another big reason why people end up just getting stuck and can't figure out why they can't, you know, achieve the goals they want to achieve. And there's another there's another key reason as well, especially, and we see this especially with businesses that have been going for a little while, and that is is that if you actually look at what they're doing and who they're talking to and who they're trying to help, there's there's actually not a very good fit between the their audience and what they're actually offering uh, in terms of a solution uh, because they they've assumed that what they've got to offer, the solution they have to offer is actually what people want or need, but they haven't asked. They haven't, they haven't done the, their due diligence and gone out there and actually talked to people and found out what people are actually struggling with, what the problem actually is. And that's a, that's a really critical thing that we probably end up coming back to again and again. It's the, it, becomes, it actually is the heart of most of the problems that businesses who are stuck actually are doing. You know, It's because they don't really understand what they're their customers are struggling with. And then there's another one too. There's, a, there's another reason for getting stuck. And that is, is that uh, they, might be, they might be serving their customers really well in terms of what they're doing at the moment, but they've failed to recognize that their customers have successfully managed to overcome the problems that they were dealing with. And now they're ready to take the next leap themselves and the business isn't offering them that next solution. So they're failing to grow with their customers or to offer their customers another product or service that's going to help them deal with the next challenge. And they haven't recognized the signs. So that can be a real problem as well. And then there's one more that typically doesn't kick in until usually until a business has been going for uh, at least a year or two. But it, it, it usually gets hit about the time when the person who's the owner or the, the main person in the business gets to the place where because they're they are the they do everything they're a solopreneur or they might have maybe at most one to other team member and they really are 
they wait far, far too long to bring in more people to actually help take on the load. Because if you're one person and you're trying to do everything in your business, you're going to be good at a few things, but you're not going to be good at everything. And you should really be actually focusing on what you do best and handing off those things that you don't do well to somebody else who can do them a lot better than you can. And it's well worth the money that you spend to pay those people to do that work. Awesome. Okay, so I, I see we have two areas here from what you've mentioned. One of them is like a disconnect between the business and the, and the audience or the niche or the client. And the other one is the mindset people have. So I, I would like to address the first part about like the, the disconnect of the, or the gap between the business and the client. So you tell me uh, there is not a fit between the audience and the solutions the business is offering, or maybe they're trying to help everyone, or they don't know who, who they were catering to, who, who they want to help, or uh, they don't grow with the client. Does this have to do with having a me-centric vision or view of the business instead of a customer-centric vision of the business? Absolutely. Yes, 100% spot on. That, that whole concept of a, of a me-centric approach to business is what actually causes businesses to fail. And it'll cause them to fail much more quickly than you would expect. So I absolutely agree with you on that one. If you don't understand what your customer needs or you don't bother listening to your customer, then you're assuming that you are, it's almost like a paternalistic way of doing business. You're assuming that you know best uh, for your customer. and you're just going to jump in there and do whatever you think that they need. And most of the time, that isn't what they need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is very relevant because even though like this, this show is not focusing on business strategy, if you don't get that thing right at the beginning, you will not be able to eventually develop content strategies because the content strategy, any type of content strategy you eventually develop has to be based or needs to be based in your, the client, the, the type of customer or the ideal client you have or the niche you're, you're catering to. So if your business doesn't have a clear pathway about like who they're serving, how they're serving them, and it's not centered in the customer, eventually, if you ever want to create a podcast or if you ever want to create a blog or a YouTube channel, you're going to have just the same issues. You're going to replicate the, the issues that are at the core are just going to be replicated in other strategies in your business. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. That That's absolutely 100% correct. And um, yeah, there's, you know, and, and I think, you know, I, I have to say that I think most of us, most business owners are, are guilty at one stage or another in our business journey of actually taking that attitude. Hey, I've got a solution for you. Do you want to buy it? You don't want to buy it. Do you want to buy it? Why don't you want it? Um, and, and we, you know, we have to, we have to recognize that we, we do need to listen to our customers. Um, in my experience, when you realize that that's the situation that you're in and you've sort of dug yourself a little hole, it is actually possible to turn that situation around pretty quickly. You basically just have to, to do some work around just getting out there and listening to your customers. And you, you know, you basically ask them. You ask your existing customers, you know, what is it that you're struggling with at the moment? You ask people who didn't buy why they didn't buy, and you really listen to them. You actually have to make a, a point of getting them to talk about themselves, listening to what they're saying, 
and really focus in on what they're struggling with and then listen for the emotion language that goes with that. I don't know if you're familiar, David, with uh, with Ryan Levesque's Ask Method. No, but I'll take note of it. Yes. Yeah, so it's Ryan Levesque is, is one of the – he's been around for a little while now, and he's really good at figuring out what people are looking for and they need. He's, he's actually helped build a number of businesses, online businesses, very successfully. But he has – he's written a couple of books. One's called Ask and one's called Choose. Choose is all about how to – go out there and choose the right business model for your business. But ask is all about how to understand your customers better. And he has a really lovely method that he uses that reinforces that whole concept of go out and listen to your customers on a regular basis. Go out there and ask them how, you know, how can you help? What is it they're struggling with? What would they like to see from you? How would they like you to help them? And it's just a really, we use it a lot in our business. We, we use it all the time. In fact, just, just this morning, I, I sent out a, I, I did it yesterday, but it sent it out this morning. I, I just sent out an email to my list basically saying, hey, you know, we just finished celebrating um, a whole bunch of people who completed our online business liftoff program. Um, and we, we, you know, we'd love it uh, to know what's actually stopping you when you're, wanting to start your own online business. That's not quite how we phrased it. But the whole concept is, is that we know you're on our list. We know that you're interested in starting an online business. What's getting in the way of you doing that? And so we'll be listening to what they have to say uh, and using that as, as ways of either refining our product and how we offer it or, or the language that we use in our marketing. And by the way, too, uh, Ryan Levesque's name is, he's, he spells it slightly differently than it sounds. Um, it's L-E-V-E-S. Q-U-E, Ryan Levesque. And well worth, books well worth reading. All right. So I'm going to add links to Ryan Levesque's website on the show notes. So if you're listening, you will be able to find all the information right there. All right. This is awesome. So today, this is something like we, we were having a conversation when uh, we were having the interview for your podcast show, which I am going to also link in, in the show notes here, that creating content for your audience is mostly an listening a listening exercise it's about listening not so much about like putting yourself out there and, and like sharing content but the core the basis of that is being a great listener isn't it yes absolutely hello there sorry for the interruption but i'm sure you'll appreciate this we are always creating new tools and resources to help you improve your craft as a podcaster a manual for your podcast guests to sound and look better? We've got it. A content calendar template to organize your show? We've got that too. A guide to buy the best recording equipment without breaking the bank? Yes, we've got that as well. We even have a course on how to record podcasts. Get your hands on these resources today at talkingsilkworm.com resources. We're constantly updating this page with new tools and resources just for you. Remember, TalkingSilkworm.com slash resources. All right, that's it for this special message. Now let's get back to the episode. There is an issue, uh, Trudy, I have also seen, which is, okay, business owners, coaches, they find out who their audience is. They narrow it down. They niche down. They identify the audience's problems, their needs, their goals. But they start creating content that is way too 
pushy or salesy that focuses only on their services and they, what they can offer, what they can sell, instead of how they can help the potential client or, or, the, or the people in the, in the audience. How can we start shifting from this mindset of like trying to sell all the time, like trying to go um, chase the client or chase the lead or chase the prospect to focusing on just giving value, which is what it will eventually attract leads? Yeah, I, I, you know, I think it's a really good question. And I, you know, I think it's one that a lot of people do struggle with, partly because there seems to be, you know, a lot of the, the, the models or the people that you might pay attention to out there in the online world uh, tend, to, tend to often be quite salesy and pushy in the way they, they present themselves. And if you're just starting a business or you're just starting to grow your business, you look at those models and you think, oh, I, I guess I have to copy that if I'm going to be successful. And you start doing it and it feels icky, it feels yucky, and it doesn't bring the success that you think it does. And we've, in, my team and I, we, we call that bro marketing. It's, it's the kind of marketing where you sort of see, you know, people dressed up really flashily in, and they're standing in front of a, a really, really beautiful, lovely, fancy, very expensive car or something. And, and they, and you know, it's, it's all about me, 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 buy, 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 buy my stuff, buy my stuff. And I think most people instinctively don't like that kind of salesy stuff, but we might be doing it that way because we see everybody else doing it and we think we have to do it. So I think the first thing, the, the quickest way out of that kind of a situation is to just remember that when you're building your customer base and you're wanting to attract people to you and your business, it's actually all about building a relationship first and foremost. And it's about, it's about, you know, being introduced to somebody the first time, saying hello the second time, waving at them when if you see them across the street, um, and eventually building up to the place where, you know, if you're in the park, at the same time, you say hello, you strike up a little conversation. And eventually you end up working on a committee together or, you know, you, you're basically building a relationship with these people and you're, you're, you're going uh, and deliberately creating a number of touch points for people to get to know you, get to the place where they know, like, and trust you. And I think that's really, really critically important um, if you're using salesy language is to just, uh, just back off of the offers and the buy, buy, buy. And start to focus on that relationship. And, and in a relationship, you, you, know, you build the strength of a relationship by the value that you're providing to the other person. And you've mentioned you know, that value thing uh, just you know, previously, David, and I just think it's, it's the key to everything. If you're providing something to people that they find so valuable that's helping them address the issue that they're, they're dealing with, once they get to the point where they know, like, and trust you and they believe that what you're offering can help them, they will be delighted to hand you their money. In fact, they'll be frustrated if you, you don't have your system set up to make it easy for them to give you their money. So I, I think it's just really, really critical. So, you know, if you think about, you know, if we talk about the practicalities and talk about the content itself, you know, you basically, you want to just do check a couple of things. In, in looking at your content, first of all, you got to make sure that you, you 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 stop with the me 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 stuff and start using words like you in your copy. 
But you want to make sure that the voice of the customer in the content, in your content is actually matching what people are saying and thinking about the issue that they're dealing with and how they're feeling about it. It needs to reflect their voice. And by that, I'm also meaning it doesn't reflect their mental state. Does it reflect how they're feeling in the moment about the issue that they're dealing with? Because you want, you want people to look at your content and instantly recognize themselves. Your content should be a mirror of how people are thinking in their head about the problem that they're dealing with. Absolutely. Yeah. When, when you mentioned this type of like content where you have like all the flashy stuff and the nice clothes and the jet and, and the beautiful hotels and landscapes, uh, that, that sounds, it sounds like Instagram to me, like Instagram is full of that. And when we see this has a lot of engagement in a certain way, we tend to try to repeat the same things or like not even necessarily that kind of content, but other types of content that we see have engagement, we try to copy that and eventually everybody ends up doing the same thing and then it's no longer effective because like it's the same thing being repeated over and over again across so many accounts. Uh, that, that's something we are experiencing right now. So what we decided is like we are in the process of hiring somebody to help us with the Instagram strategy. But uh, we, we contacted somebody who works with uh, an absolutely different industry that we work with because like everybody in our industry is doing pretty much the same stuff so we need to think out of the box and like work with somebody who works in a different industry so we can do different things yeah 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 just be able to look at things just in a different with a different mindset absolutely yes 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 and the other thing which is you mentioned is is crucial is key is that People sometimes think of content because like we are talking about content as a way to establish in that relationship with, uh, with the potential client or with the audience. They think of content as a, as a one-time thing. Like you put the content out there and then this, the, the money comes in or the leads come in and that's not the way it works. Content and building an audience and everything you do, it's about building relationships. That's the core of the thing of it because... Uh, I've had clients like the, after two or three weeks, two months of having a podcast. Okay, how do I make money out of this? And I go like, no, a podcast is not a way for making money after two months. Like a podcast is a way for you to establish relationships and and earn the trust of the people who are listening to your message. Yeah, no, that is so. That is so true. That's so true. You have to be patient in this game. Uh, you really do have to be patient. This is not a this is not a way to get rich quick. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, I, th I think that going back to the to the um, kind of advertisement that uh, where we see the jets and the flashy stuff, I think that's a thing that has had a boom right now. And not only in terms of what we see, but how we think uh, this get rich quick scheme. Like we think that everything we do has to give us a mansion after a few months of doing it. Like, it doesn't work that way. It's, it's, you, many of these things are not even real. Like, many of those things we, we see are actually just uh, rented stuff. Just for, it's, for, it's an, those are ads. These guys start content. Or if you had the ability to be a fly on the wall and look at their books, and you saw how much money they're bringing in and how much profit they're not getting, um, you would think twice about adopting those mechanisms for selling. Absolutely, absolutely. What is some advice you could give? What, what can be like two or, three, or two or three tips you could give to a business owner, whether they are starting in an online business or they are already experienced in it, so they can start building these relationships 
with their audience? Well, I think the first, the first, well, there's actually a couple of things that you can do. It's, it's interesting, you know, if you're, if you're an introvert, as opposed to being an extrovert. Introvert here, (laughs) by the way. It it can, you can take just a slightly different tack to start with and, and kind of get to the same place. Um, But let's just assume for a minute that, that we're, we're working with somebody who gets their energy from, from being by themselves and, and not necessarily they like people, but they get their energy from, from not being with people, if that makes any sense. And so one of, the, one of the things that you can do when you're just getting, when you're first starting to think about taking that customer-centric approach and building that relationship with people, whether you're just starting out or whether you're, you've been going for a little while, is, is that you want to actually start with something that's, that you, you're probably already very well aware of, but I don't think people use it enough. And that's to use keyword research. And you, can, you basically jump onto Google or you know, some keyword research tools, and you start thinking about the problem that people are facing. You sort of you know, you scribble, you think, well, what words are people using or phrases are people using to find help for that problem? Let's, let's scribble down a list of what we think those are, and then let's just jump onto Google, and let's start looking to see whether or not that's what those words are, are actually the ones that people are using. And so you start there and you start looking for just to, you're just doing some validation just to check that you've got the words right. You've got the long, you know, the keyword phrases correct, long tail keyword phrases. There might be some that pop up. And, and then basically you're going to go and supplement that with some, with some research. Like, like basically the one we use a lot is, is just jumping onto Amazon and you, use the same keywords that you used on Google, but you then go looking for books. You, you actually focus in on books. You go looking at the three-star reviews and you look for the emotion words in those reviews that reveal how people are feeling about the help that they got or didn't get from a particular book or a particular thing. So you're supplementing that. So you're starting out with research that's online that lets you start to get a handle for what people are thinking and feeling. And then you go out and you start talking to people and you basically ask them, you specifically ask them. And like I said, this ask method that I mentioned before has a specific framework that you can bring to the table that makes it a lot easier to get started with these types of conversations because you can easily start out a, a conversation in terms of, of uh, finding out what people are thinking and feeling. Like I mentioned earlier with my uh, example of sending out an email, you can just ask people just one question. And you could do it in an email, you could do it face-to-face, you can do it on a Facebook group where you, that you're a member of, uh, you can do a post where you're asking the question and you can ask people to respond. So there's lots of ways that you can connect with people um, and basically find out what it is that they're dealing with. And I think that even just that act of reaching out to people and asking them makes them feel valued. It helps to build that relationship. It helps them feel as though you're listening to them, that you actually care about what they have to say. And that's going to go a long way towards them going, okay, I've, I've talked to them about what my problem is. They, I think they have a pretty good uh, understanding of what I'm dealing with. Maybe they can help me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think another, another very important point here that, that you mentioned is eventually we need to aim to listen and also to understand or audience, that's going to be key. Right? Like aiming to understand what lays be beneath the, those emotions and those goals and those needs and wants they all have. Yeah, and I'll just mention um, we one of our trainings in our program is basically how to ask great questions. 
And one of the most powerful questions you can ask when you're talking to somebody or are listening and asking them questions and then listening to the responses, the one of those powerful questions you can ask is, and what else? Okay. It's going to give you a lot of detail and depth. It's a good question to ask. Open-ended questions. Open-ended questions. And then when it feels like people are kind of coming into the end of what they're having to say, or you feel like you haven't dug into, or they haven't kind of told you as much as you need to know, just ask them what else. Okay. All right. It, it sounds, sounds, sounds so simple, but I'm sure you get to to obtain so much value from that. Like, and I'm sure like many times from that, what else? Sometimes they will not able to answer. That means there is a, a gap sometimes in, in what their plan is or what their knowledge is. So that it will, will also help identify needs they have. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, Trudy, this has been an amazing, super amazing conversation. I think there was a lot of value a lot, lot, whole lot of value here to share. You heard it. You need to focus on your customer. You need to be obsessed about your customer, like the center, the core of your whole business, of your business strategy, of your content strategy should be your customer, your audience, not you. Trudy, where can we find you? Where can we find you? Oh, definitely. So, so I'm happy for people to, to connect up with me on LinkedIn. Or if you'd like to know more about uh, our membership community that we have, uh, where you can actually access our program and, and do it in a self-paced way, you can go to onlinebusinessliftoff.com. So that's all one word, onlinebusinessliftoff.com. And basically, just check out what, you know, how we can help. And, um, and we'd love to have a chat and just to see how you're going and, and, and what the problems and challenges are that you're facing. How can people benefit from this program, Trudy? So, so basically with our online business community, we provide people with a lot of support and help them break down the barriers that they're facing as they're trying to progress their business and, and grow it and, and set it up. So we have, we have small group coaching sessions. We have, we have tech support sessions because the people that we work with often struggle with sometimes with the technology. And, and we also offer masterclasses once a month where we bring in experts And we talk about specific areas of business and business growth, just so that people are always have the ability to learn, but they also have a community of people around them who are very supportive and very, very uh, affirming and are there to help you just make progress with the things that you want to progress with your business. So this program involves a lot of actual live interaction, right? It's not about like just go and watch these pre-recorded videos and do this pre-recorded stuff. It's actually interacting with that community of people. Yeah, yeah. It's actually working with live breathing human beings. But we also do have pre-recorded training modules as well. So people have access to that. And they, and because sometimes people just can't make it to live sessions. I record those sessions and make them available. Um, and we also we also have our forum where you can post questions and ask for feedback and all of the things that people need when they're trying to solve problems within their business as they're growing it. I love that. I love that because I see so many online courses and online resources that are only pre-recorded content, but you have that you actually have no interaction, and it's very hard to get support and get the community and communication. So it's really valuable that you actually have the chance to go talk to an actual person live. Yeah, it does make a difference. It makes a huge difference because you can get in there, get an answer and, and get supported at the same time. And you can also provide support to other people, you know, people who might be a couple of steps behind you. And that can be really useful as well because it helps embed 
what you know, it just strengthens your learning as well as when you're helping somebody else. Absolutely. Absolutely. So for those of you, li of you listening, we are going to leave all the links to Trudy's uh, program, to her LinkedIn and everything else in the show notes. There is a lot of valuable information here. There are going to be some interesting, interesting resources. Trudy, thank you. Thank you so much. And we hope to have you in the future again in the show. Oh, fantastic. Thanks, David. It's been lovely to be here with you and I'd be delighted to come back. That's great. Okay. See you next time. Goodbye. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Talking Silkworm podcast. We hope today's episode is valuable to your journey towards building your audience by using the power of your voice. Remember to follow us on social media for more insights, updates, and behind-the-scenes content. Find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to us at info at talkingsilkworm.com. We'd love to hear from you. Remember to subscribe to our show to get the latest episodes and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you in the next episode.